Hello and welcome to Dunktown. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And this is the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. Thanks for tuning in. How was your week, Agata? It was good. It was good. It, um, it's getting to that time of year where it's, the, the office is really slowing down, you know? Oh, yeah. Everybody's really uh, shutting down their internal computers. <laughs> and uh, not Hibernating? Yes. Yeah, so um, it's actually, uh, I would say, one of the most productive times for me at work because ev- nobody else wants to do anything. So I'm like left alone. No one's busting your hump about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's like it's chill it's like there's plenty of time there's not a lot of meetings every project's just like well let's look at it in january yeah i love (laughs) it what about you um yeah it's actually it's been great i i love colder weather so it's like nice and chilly Oh yeah it has been chilly it's like a very la chilly it's not that chilly but it's really nice i can wear a coat you're used to it because it's been cold up up in up in the bay yeah so I love most people hate the San Francisco winters and I absolutely love them. Yeah. I would um, hate them. <laughs> it's so cold. And every time I go, I would go up there to visit you and you lived up there. I was like miserable. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets very cold and it's like this, this weird soggy. Cause it just like, it drizzles rain. Mm-hmm. It's not like a downpour of rain. It's just like drizzle of rain. Yeah, and it's like soggy and cold and like bone chilling, and I just and like windy love it. too. That and was, windy, yeah, yeah. On top of it all, um, but we, you and I, did something very festive. Oh um, yeah, we watched the Princess Switch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, new v- Vanessa Hudgens movie on Netflix. Um, Highly recommend it with uh, with friend Natalia, and yeah. we drank eggnog. <laughs> yeah, and we ate pizza. It was great. We had eggnog. I had eggnog with rum in it, which is you know classic you guys had eggnog with whiskey in it which is wild yeah (laughs) yeah you got a little wild but both equally festive i would say so fun it was uh the movie was very fun to watch with you guys it was great yeah if you're looking for something on netflix that's uh in the season and just kind of sweet and perfect (laughs) watch the princess yeah uh they're not paying us to say that (laughs) <laughs> i wish though netflix if you're listening sponsor us <laughs> um so there's a little follow-up i want to do on something we talked about in a past episode okay where uh we had asked like what do players eat before a game mm-hmm. so uh we listened to this podcast um andrea designer andrea actually turned us on to mm-hmm. this episode of this podcast called the tim ferris show this episode had LeBron on with his personal trainer mm-hmm. um, who apparently has been kind of like a secret. Like okay. LeBron worked with him in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think he was interning at the Cavs or something and LeBron met him that way. And then he just has been connected with LeBron ever since. And they're n- like 24 seven nonstop working with LeBron. I almost feel bad for this guy actually, because at one point, he said he always wants to chill out in the summers, but LeBron's like, no, what are we doing next? Like, let's get back into the, he's a machine. The man's a machine. <laughs> he's a machine. All right. Do we have a clip? You want to hear it? Yeah. So let's hear what LeBron says he, he ate in one day. Could you tell us about some of the meals that you had or some of the food that you consumed yesterday? Yeah. What that looks like? Hold on. Let me, let me think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday I had a egg white omelet with the, um, with smoked salmon um, and uh, gluten-free pancakes with uh, just uh, berries. Um, that was my breakfast. Uh, for lunch, I had whole wheat pasta, salmon, and vegetables. And right before the game, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And at halftime, I had uh, sliced uh, apples with almond butter on top. Um, right after the game, Mike gave me a protein shake. Uh, to put in my system right after I downed that right after the game last night. And then um, for dinner, I had um, I had chicken parm with a rocket salad and a beautiful glass of Cabernet. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. What a healthy boy. So healthy. That's a lot of food. Yeah. A lot of food, but a lot of healthy food. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it takes a lot to power him. Oh yeah. My favorite. Does he have a chef? He probably does. Yeah. I don't, they didn't mention a chef on the show, but he has to. Right. He's not cooking that. But my favorite item on that list was that he had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right before the game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and apple slices at halftime. That's, that's such cute. a like, I imagine that's what kids eat when they, you know, totally play basketball. <laughs> totally. That's like my old soccer games. We, yeah. We would eat apple slices at halftime. Um, I mean, that makes me basically LeBron, I think. Yeah. No, you're a efficient machine just yeah. like he is. Yeah. I didn't get kicked off my soccer team or anything. <laughs> I did. Uh, but oh, no. that, that was because my mom didn't want to take me to practice anymore. <laughs> Well, I I feel like that makes sense. Everything he said, LeBron said that he eats totally makes sense. Yeah. Like so healthy. But he did mention at one point, one thing he worked on with his um, personal trainer was cutting out artificial drinks like mm, sodas and stuff. Gatorade. <laughs> I think he I think he would like probably loved those drinks. And but like, do, doesn't he have to publicly like talk about or maybe that's. During press conferences, often there's a Gatorade sitting on the table and and no one touches it. It's like that yellow one. I remember that from the the playoffs last year. Yeah. And just no one touches it. It's just like sitting there. It looks so unappetizing. It's like weirdly fluorescent. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think he probably likes fried foods and he likes, you know, sugary drinks and stuff, but he just doesn't, he definitely doesn't eat them during the season. Mm, mm. And then I think he's trying to cut them out. But the whole thing was like, he's like, I'm trying to play as long as possible because I want to play with Bronny, his son. Oh yeah. That's so cute. He's like, when, when Bronny gets in the NBA, like I want to do a couple years with him. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah I saw somewhere he said it could happen in like five or six years. Yeah. Cause so I think cool. he's 13 or something now. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, that's not that far away. So, and LeBron still kind of, I don't mean, I guess he's, maybe past his prime now, but he still has some years in him. He's looking good. He looks great. So the flip side of this is um, that Gabe sent us an article about PJ Tucker from the Houston Rockets, from the Houston Rockets, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, And PJ Tucker loves to eat pancakes (laughs) before every game. (laughs) He eats them before every game. Yeah. He said that he, when he's traveling, he looks up on Yelp mm-hmm. every city he goes to mm-hmm. where the best pancakes are. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to that place and he'll eat the day of the game, a huge stack of pancakes. So this is an article at SB Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Tucker says that he, first of all, he says, <laughs> he says waffles are fake. <laughs> They're not right. the real deal. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to have a word to say to PJ Tucker. <laughs> Because I'm I'm a waffle person. You don't like pancakes. I don't love pancakes. You prefer waffles. I would rather eat a waffle. This is very interesting. So Fight me, PJ. <laughs> and then the other funny part of this article, which I recommend everyone read, is uh, the writer found on Twitter some guy who tweeted out um, that he sat next to PJ Tucker at breakfast in Boston when the Rockets were playing the Celtics. And he saw him scarf down four plates of pancakes. (laughs) So it's not all for Instagram. He's really doing this. No. So, but he does post on Instagram in his stories, photos of his pancakes. Mm -hmm. And he says really amazing things like, Hey there, gorgeous. Been thinking about you all day with a photo (laughs) of pancakes. (laughs) So I highly recommend following PJ Tucker also because his Instagram has an amazing amount of shoes on it. Okay. Sounds good. So that's the fault. That's what players eat apparently. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear about more players, uh, food choices. So if you know of anything, hit us up at Hyatt dunked on town. I want to know who's eating junk food. Yeah, I know Draymond posted after the finals last year that he... I guess pancakes are kind of junk food. The pancakes yeah, are junk food. Yeah, definitely. That's not... I can't I can't eat pancakes and then walk to my car, let alone <laughs> yeah. play a basketball game. Yeah, but I want to I wanna know who's eating like McDonald's, you know? Like, yeah. 
or pizza. Who's eating a whole pizza before they get on the court? So Draymond loves flaming Hot Cheetos. And I know oh, this because same. he posted on Instagram after they won the finals last year mm-hmm. that he was like, I've been waiting all season to eat these. <laughs> so he was, uh, he was like abstaining from eating them. Yes. Because he was, well, he's got to be a good boy. You've got, I think you do have to be a good boy, but yeah. Who eats junk food during the season? Let's, let's find out. We got to know. Okay. Uh, shall we get into previously on basketball? Previously on the good basketball. Wife. <laughs> Great show. The good wife. I love that show so much. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend going back and checking it out. Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah. It's like a must see show. And it's so One much of the best about of all time. technology and how technology affects our lives. Is it? <laughs> it kind of is because it's like there's a lot of stuff about like wiretapping and like oh uh, the NSA stuff. The NSA mm-hmm. that was a great storyline and yeah. it has cutie boy Zach Woods. In oh it. my god, cutie! <laughs> yeah, you you all gotta watch it. Um, cool. So what do we have for previously on this week? We got a lot of stuff. A lot happened. Of course, like every week, so much has happened, yeah. and so we've distilled it into a couple quick headlines. <laughs> NBA honors Craig Sager by wearing fancy jackets. Drake asks KD for jersey after Raptors beat Warriors at home. Steph Curry responds to young girl's letter concerning gender equality in shoes. Giannis mad after Hazonia steps over him post-dunk. Shaq loves Giannis. Jimmy Butler and Sixers are rooting for Markel Fultz's recovery. Homophobia and transphobia surround Dwight Howard accusations. All right, let's go through these in the order that we want to talk more about them. Okay, so do we want to talk about Drake and Katie? Yeah, I was going to say Drake is a Raptors fan. Yeah, (laughs) but he was just, I guess, rooting. I know he's friends with Katie. Like Drake and Katie are longtime friends. And there was there was an article that came out at some point. I don't know when this was, but. Um, I, at some point when Katie was injured and he wasn't playing and he was feeling bad and he said that Drake was helping him get through it. Oh my God. I had no idea. Adorable. And Drake is, you know, from Toronto. So he loves the Raptors. He's a frequent sight at their games. Um, and also I, you know, I love him, but I don't think our, our fans of this podcast know I love him. (laughs) So I love seeing him pop up at basketball games because it's like two things I love in one, but this was really cute. He demanded Katie's shirt off of his back and Katie did it. I think no matter what team you're a fan of, it would be cool to get Katie's Jersey. I mean, he, he's like so amazing at basketball. And one thing that was like a little upsetting about this was Charles Barkley then totally body shamed Katie yeah, as he walked off naked. <laughs> that's right. We don't have the clip, but he said, he said, Jesus, is that a cadaver? Yeah. And then he was like, he could use a hamburger or something like yeah. that. And it's like, this at, dude at, yeah. is pure muscle. First After of all, he did a 51 point game. I mean, they, they lost, but he did 51 points. He did his share. Yeah. And, and also just like Charles Barkley was body shamed a lot for being overweight. He shouldn't be like, talking shit about someone else's body. How about we, no one should. How about we give the bad boy of the week to Charles Barkley? Yes. I think he deserves yeah. it. He's been called a bad boy before and I'm sure he'll be called one again. Yeah. Do He's a, yeah. Be, do, do, do better, better tomorrow. tomorrow. Charles Barkley. Okay. okay do you want to talk about Steph and um, this letter that he received and responded to? Yeah. So a nine year old girl named Riley wrote a letter I think I don't know originally what she did it with I think she might have just posted it on Instagram or something and it eventually got to him um, and she said you know she's a fan she likes him but they don't make his shoes in her size they're only for boys and why is that um, and he had a he posted a response to it and it was really sweet and he was like you're right we should and I'm working on it and I'm sending you some free shoes and it was adorable <laughs> and he also said that she should save the date for something oh, yeah. that he was going to do. And he was like, I, I can't tell you what mm-hmm. it is, but like you should come to it. I'm just thinking now, maybe this whole thing was set up publicity. Stunt. Yeah. Maybe it was a publicity stunt for us to give him cutie of the week, <laughs> <laughs> which we're going to do. 
I, you know, I didn't realize until just now I would, I work in that world. So I have to think about things that way. Sometimes it kind of ruins the magic, but if it's not a publicity stunt, Steph, I mean, he's still a cutie. He's always going to be a cutie. He, he fights for, for his daughters to, you know, be all that they can be and be whatever they want to be. And, and really just like, I think maybe one thing that might come out of this is shoe companies and clothing companies thinking differently about how they market, especially sportswear. Mm -hmm. Because when I was a kid, I was always called a tomboy, Mm -hmm. which now I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) Yeah. Because I really just, I had an older brother. I wanted to do everything he wanted to do. And so I wore a lot of boys' shoes and boys' clothes. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember, because I always wore Converse. I still wear a lot of Converse. And they're often under the boys and men's section. Right. They are unisex shoes. Yeah. There's nothing about them that like indicates gender. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just not have boys sections and girls sections. That's true. But I feel like. Like, why are there clothes? I, I understand about like fit and that sort of right. thing. Like, I feel like men's feet are wider generally. Yeah. But still, it just feels like find a way to make it less gendered. Yeah. I also hated when I was a little girl that girls stuff often had pink on it and Mm -hmm. I hated pink. Mm -hmm. So maybe just, you know, make more gender neutral stuff. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that everything's gender neutral, but just make more gender neutral stuff. Totally. So Steffi, you get our cutie of the week for the second time. (sighs) You're two of two on cutie (laughs) of the week. Um, and, you know, you're really going to be, you're really well on your way to the Cutie Hall of Fame. If he gets one more Cutie of the Week, I think we have to put him in the Cutie Hall of Fame. Yeah. And also, you know, we, we're definitely biased. We see, we read a lot about Steph and we see a lot about Steph. Um, and there's probably other cuties that we're missing. So please feel free to um, email us if, if you see a real cutie and you think we should acknowledge it. Because I want to make sure that we're not just talking about how cute Steph is, <laughs> even though he's great. Um, you can email us at hi at duck.town. What's next? Do we have a clip of Shaq's love of Giannis? Yes. Greek freak is the MVP right now. How about that? The Greek freak? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And you know what? I've never, I've never given my name up before, but I'm giving it to him. He's the new Superman. Whoa. You're giving the new Superman the nickname to Yeah, so that's on the Stephen A. Smith show if you want to check it out. That's crazy. He's never given up his name before. Shaq is still holding on <laughs> to his Superman name. He's, and now he's giving it to Giannis uh of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh hashtag Greek freak. We talked about him last week. Shaq, that was a glowing uh yeah. review. He had like hearts in his eyes. It was cute. <laughs> It was it was adorable. Um and Giannis is killing it. He's Everybody killing loves it. him. We got another we got something else about him too, right? Do we have another clip about him? Mario Hazonia. Hazonia from the Knicks um did a dunk where he knocked over Giannis. Yeah, so Giannis is on the ground mm-hmm. and Mario Hazonia is not even close to him. Yeah. When he lands. Right. And he, he intentionally steps over him, which we have learned that this is like the ultimate diss move in basketball. We recently watched a YouTube compilation (laughs) video of, uh, the most disrespectful dunks of all time. Some of them weren't that disrespectful, but that's true. But the ones that were the most disrespectful were when someone stepped over a player who they knocked down. Yeah. Especially if they like dunked hit him with their own crotch and then <laughs> stepped over them as like a, a just a real nail in the coffin and i see i see why it's considered rude and it definitely looks rude in this one um and then a reporter asked him about it after the game here's what he said so he says with all sincerity and earnestness i'm gonna punch him in his nuts next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah which to me sounds like a finable offense <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to say he's gonna pay 25k for that yeah one. i think we're gonna have another story next week <laughs> about Giannis paying 25k which 
Oh, by the way, we got we got an answer on where that money goes. Oh, um, yeah. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and told us. Uh, apparently, it goes to charity. Um, half of it to NBA Cares. And half of it to the union, the NBA Players Association's um, charities. Yeah. So that's a great answer. We love that that's what's happening. So they should pay more money. Yeah. <laughs> they should do more bad things. Be more bad boys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but thank you to all of our listeners who sent us that information. Yeah. Um, but I just want to point out that Mario Hazonia, that was the only basket he made that whole night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. His Yeah. So he was really being dramatic. He should and not he, have been so full of himself. Right. And Giannis is, you know, a superstar. I guess he just was like, this is my only chance to do anything. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We're, we're not on board with you, Mario. So I think we need to um, say something about this Dwight Howard situation. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know what's going on, um, essentially a gay man came out on Twitter and said that he had been talking to Dwight Howard over a long time. Um, They had a relationship over the internet like they were sending photos to each other and that sort of thing right right they were like talking via instagram dms and then it turned into like phone calls and then it was like according to this person it was a like sexual relationship he said that once his team found once dwight howard's team found out about it that they started sending this man like threats and and saying that he wasn't going to be safe where he is and that he should move out of his apartment and all this stuff. So he was like, I'm coming out publicly with this to say this is going on. And like, if something happens to me, I want it to be clear that this is why. So this person is like fearing for their lives or their, their safety. Uh, And this person recorded phone calls. Yes. Which, you know, you have, you have to wonder why multiple, yeah, multiple phone calls. Why were these was this recorded? And then this person also accused Dwight Howard of going to sex parties. Orgies. Yeah. yeah. Sex orgies with transgendered people. That's what he said. Yeah. And like this caused like a huge outburst on Twitter of people like saying all kinds of horrible homophobic and transphobic comments. Cause at, at first a lot of, a lot of stories were reporting that this was a transgendered woman, but it came out later. It's not a transgender woman. It's just a, it's a gay man who dresses femininely. Um, but that didn't stop people from being horrible about trans people on top of the severe homophobia. And like, this is something that I really don't like about the NBA is the fans. Um, when they're talking about gay people or, or gay community, the LGBT community at large, like the, the league itself, kind of portrays itself as like very progressive and liberal in the sense. This is an area where it's in like the middle ages. Yeah. And there are, there are no publicly out players in the league right now. There was um, one player Collins who came out, but then that was a long time ago. And he retired that same season that he came out. Right. Right. So there, there was this article that I found of, in New York mag nymag.com and it's called the weird Dwight Howard saga shows the NBA still has a problem with the closet. This is a really great read. I think for anyone who's interested in this and it gives a good history of not only the NBA, but of Dwight Dwight Howard um, and how he's basically been like ridiculed in every team he's been on, which is sad if that's true. People always questioned why quote unquote, the locker room didn't like Dwight Howard Mm -hmm. that people would, um, he, he didn't mesh well with players. And this article offers the possible explanation that maybe his teammates knew he was gay. Right. Or suspected or or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gives a really good overview of the whole thing. Um, I think it's really sad and I think it's really disgusting. Some of the stuff that I saw people saying about it, um, Actually, I th- uh, I did see a lot of people tweet that, hey, maybe this reaction from the fans of these horrible like memes and videos and comments is one reason why this person's life was being threatened. Right. If that is what happened, because it's like, why it makes sense? Why should he keep his life a secret if that is his life? 
you know, like he should be able to live freely and it's sad that he can't. And And it it goes for anybody in the NBA who's like in the closet, you know, then I'm sure there are other people. And then they see this kind of reaction and it's just like sad. I think like they, that's just perpetuating that they can't, they don't feel comfortable. They don't because they know they're going to be attacked. They know they're going to be, you know, the butt of every joke or even just shunned by their teammates, which is out of control. I think that this is an area where the internet needs to do better. I think that is a driving force when we put pressure on people to be better about these causes. That's when, you know, real change happens. Yeah. Um, so, and like, it's easy to say like, you know, we're the NBA and we were, we support gay people, but it doesn't really seem that way. Yeah. It's easy to <laughs> wear rainbow shirts and right. rainbow pins and stuff. Uh, what would be more important is to support your queer players. Yeah. And also like if he really did, you know, make threats or send someone to make threats to this person, then that's horrible. And we're not excusing that behavior. Either. No, like, not at that's, all. Like he should not have done that. I'm, I have to say every single angle of this situation just makes me so incredibly sad. My heart goes out to everyone involved in this situation. Actually, I, yeah. every perspective is, is, is very sad. And I, I really hope that, you know, we can all support people better and, and not make people feel wrong for being who they are. Yeah. So to, to everybody, including the league and the fans, do better tomorrow. Do better tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, LeBron. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Okay, so uh, that was a downer, uh, but I think it's really important that we talked about it. Um, so now... Let's get into the game. Yeah, so we watched the Mavs at the Rockets on November 28th. Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that drop. Uh, All right. So let's talk about the Mavs. This is Agata's hometown team. Yeah. I love the Mavericks. I hate it. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark Cuban. There's Mark Cuban, a classic shark and owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so yeah, we, this is the first time we've seen a Mavs game. I love the Mavs. I always have. Um, they haven't, they've, they've only won one championship ever, but, um, it was a really fun time (laughs) and I was very proud of them. Um, our starting lineup, we have, uh, Dennis Smith, Jr., Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, Luka Doncic, uh, and Harrison Barnes, uh, with coach Rick Carlisle. So DeAndre Jordan was on the Clippers. Is that right? Yeah. He just, he was on the Clippers last season. So he just got traded. And Um, uh, Luka Doncic is a a, rookie. A rookie. Yes. And a highly anticipated one. And he's really living up to what people expected from him. He's been great. He's also a total, total cutie face. Cutie face baby. 19 year old baby boy. He does not look, Andrew pointed this out. He does not look anything like a, basketball player he looks like a guy you'll see at trader joe's yeah he really does. buying cauliflower <laughs> he's like kind of got a like slumped posture mm-hmm. yeah he's like just got chubby cheeks and you know he doesn't carry himself very confidently but when he's on the court he's amazing he's yeah. like playing every position i mean I'm, I'm not that good at knowing what position people play, but it, he ap- plays a position and he does it well. <laughs> yeah, it appears he's like, he's like shooting and then he'll get his own rebound. And then on the other side of the court, he's like zip zapping yeah. around. I think uh producer Gabe called him a little B. Yeah. He was a little B. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dirk has been out with an injury. I was hoping he, he might play, but I don't know, but we saw him in a cute little suit on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Rockets, um, rocket. I'm taking a rocket. I love that song. <laughs> um, don't love the sketch it came from, but I love, but I love the song. <laughs> um, so the Rockets last season, they were killing it. Yeah. They went to the Western Conference finals against 
the my boys the warriors and they people thought they were gonna win it Mm -hmm. uh it was very close it was like a seven game stretch and it was like very intense Mm -hmm. to watch but this season not doing so well yeah um they're kind of like mid to low in the rankings they've got james harden eric gordon clint capella pj tucker and james ennis the third starting and their coach is mike d'antoni mm-hmm. who d'antoni <laughs> i don't know is it, is it that one i uh i've always heard it as mike d'antoni mm. he used to be the coach for the suns oh, during right. their seven seconds or less years and that was a time so steve nash amari stoudemire um i believe sean marion was on Mm -hmm. that team um they they were called the seven seconds or less because they had to get rid of the ball in seven seconds it was like they wanted the fastest game possible Mm. and they were doing so great that those years. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved Mike D'Antoni. Kind of a grumpy boy, though. He does have a grumpy face. <laughs> Resting grump face. <laughs> um, the Houston Rockets also have uh, Chris Paul, who wasn't playing, uh, but is an amazing player. Yeah. Um, also, some people say he's not fun to be on a team with. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can see that. But yeah, I think he's um, injured right now. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we get into the game? Let's play some basketball! Let's play some basketball. <laughs> Who's that? Michael, Michael Jordan, oh. I believe, right? Oh, nice. Notorious, uh, mean man, oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, he was, he was all over that disrespectful dunk video. He we really was. <laughs> He's he did the he like taunts people. No, no, yeah. no, waggy finger to Matumbo. Yeah. Apparently he hated Matumbo, which I feel bad about. Um so we had a real Texas showdown here. Yeehaw. Oh yeah. <laughs> real uh shootout in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh what is it called when what oh a bad Texan. Um when you like when you like walk away from each other and then you turn around and shoot. Guns it a duel? Yeah, a duel. A duel. Were you going to say guns at dawn? <laughs> I thought you were going to say guns a blazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's a long time rivalry between Dallas and Houston, of course. Um, and What about uh, the Spurs? Where do the Spurs fit into this Texas rivalry? The Spurs were big rivals for both teams, I think. There was like there was a long time when it was just like the Spurs were the only ones who would get anywhere close to the yeah, playoffs. Back when, back when the Spurs were good. Cause now they're like the bottom of the yeah. conference. Yeah. Now they're just above the sun. So holy <laughs> sunny boys, uh, really not having a great season so far. Um, I don't know. We got to watch the Spurs game and, and see what we can see what we can learn. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into the game. We've got, um, the first quarter is pretty good. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. I have to say, um, both teams were really giving it their all. They were like right from the beginning. Th- there was like a really good energy mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, at one point, Luca actually ran into the crowd, mm-hmm. like trying to catch a, like a uh, stop a ball from going out of bounds mm-hmm. and like full on, you know, knock some people over, <laughs> which was fun. Um, DeAndre Jordan was just like looking really cool. He does look really cool. He's got really great hair right now and like a really nice beard. Yeah. He just is a is a good looking guy. Um, the Mavs are on fire. Luke is on fire. Luke is on fire. Yeah. He's, he's really living up to his potential. Um, he's... He's really fun to watch. He's fun like, to watch. He's yeah. like shooting threes and you're like, oh, wow. Like he's really good at threes. And then he dunks and you're like, oh, okay. So I guess he's good at dunks too. And mm. then he's like rebounding and stealing. Mm. You're just like, what's going on with this guy? Do we want to play? Oh yeah. We, uh, Agata found this song. Uh, my friend, uh, Godroy sent this to me. Thank you. Um, a, a parody song.
Music by Isaac Lee, lyrics by Jason Gallagher. <laughs> well, I heard there was a wonder boy that many teams would not employ, but you don't really care for Euros, do ya? Oh, yeah, he's from Slovenia. <laughs> we forgot to mention so that. Where would he go, the fourth, the fifth, or would he fall and be a Nick? <laughs> the baffling kings took back Lee over Luca. Uh, you should listen to all of this song because it's so good yeah it's great and it does a really good job of explaining that you know people really slept on him yeah they didn't realize how good he was and then he like joins the mavs and he's everyone's crazy for him he's the golden boy <laughs> and he's such a precious little angel i just want to just want to hug him <laughs> You just want to bounce him up and down on your knee. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, just a little I've, sweetie baby yeah. boy. Um, and I, I want, you know, he's got, he's only 19. He's got such a long career left. I'm excited to see what happens with him. Yeah. So that was a, I think ringer produced that song. You should definitely check out the video. It, it like makes me want to cry because <laughs> it's like a great Leonard Cohen song. Yeah. That makes me want to cry anyways. But, uh, you know, so by the end of the first quarter, the Mavs are up 36 to 28. Um, so they've already got a little bit of a lead. They're doing, the Rockets are, are not bombing. They're doing fine. Like they're, uh, Harden is doing great. I mean, Harden, I think was carrying the team. Oh yeah, quite for a bit. sure. He was carrying the team. He got early on in the game. I think it was maybe in the second quarter or I don't know, maybe the second quarter or the third, definitely not near the end. He was already at a triple double. Yeah. So it he, was pretty early on. Yeah. And then um, from the Mavs, Dennis Smith Jr. dunked mm-hmm. and the commentators were like, he's mad at the net or <laughs> mad at the rim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've got at halftime, we've got this beautiful half court buzzer beater from Luca. Oh my God. He's notorious for these. Like he throws the ball from like all the, like the other side of the court and then and it goes in and it's fucking adorable. And apparently he told the, um, the Dallas like commentators, he was like, I'm going to do like a half court. He did. Throw. Yeah. He told like they, they said, it, uh, online, like he told me that he was going to do this and he did it and he did it from the logo. It wasn't exactly half court, mm-hmm. but it's like from the logo in the center of the court. Yeah. So amazing adorable right at the buzzer mm-hmm. and then he celebrated jumped up hit his friend yeah <laughs> adorable he also has a really cute accent um we don't have a clip of it now but maybe next time we'll play some clips of him speaking because he's adorable is this is this the all luca episode? i know we're really we're really <laughs> up his butt but can't help it he's adorable um at halftime the score is 74 mavs to 56 rockets um so they they got a be, uh, almost a 20 point lead here they're doing great so um pancake boy pj tucker mm-hmm. was wearing some beautiful pink shoes uh oh, yeah. in the second half of this game i don't i can't remember if he was wearing them first half but i like to think that pj cha- like brings like five pairs of shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> and like switches them at halftime we oh we didn't mention but also jj Berea is um, playing on the Mavs and he's one of my all time favorite players. I love him. He was a big reason why we won the championship in 2011. Um, he's a, he's a little guy. I mean, he's not little, but he's NBA little actually (laughs) on the court, like watching it on TV. He looks minuscule. He looks like a shrimp and even shrimp in some fried rice. We saw a clip (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he we saw a clip uh from a previous game where he did something good mm-hmm. and one of his teammates picked him deandre <laughs> jordan picks him up from behind and carries him all the way over to the bench <laughs> so he looks so tiny but he is six foot yeah he yeah he's he's huge compared to us yeah <laughs> but um he could pick us up and he, carry us but yeah he's great he he's he's really good at like like darting around everybody and getting right to the rim um at one point there was this cluster of huge bodies 
going for the ball Mm -hmm. and there was like a scramble and then out of nowhere jj varea dribbles the ball out of the cluster like a little ant yeah yeah he's like it was so cute he's like smooth oh my god i just thought of something amazing what what if jj varea was carrying me and then deandre jordan carried him (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like a russian nesting doll yeah what a dream Uh, that sounds beautiful. Um, yeah, so I'm, we're big fans. We love you, JJ. Oh, um, he's, he's great. Actually, um, one bit of news about JJ. This happened after the game that we watched. Yeah. The Lake, the Lakers game. Yeah. He got ejected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he claim he claims that all he did was say, this is a disaster. And that the ref came out. He was on the sidelines. He wasn't even in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And the ref came over, like heard him say that and like ejected him. Yeah. And then he, and then JJ was like, yeah, that ref Foster just doesn't like me. Yeah. (laughs) Which seems messed up if true, but also why would you get ejected for saying that? Like it's, if that is true, then that's messed up. What he didn't say was he was flipping double birds. Yeah. And he had his butt out. (laughs) He was, his butt was hanging out and from behind he was doing double birds. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what? I just said disaster. Yeah. So um, so going going into the second half, uh we're the Mavs are way ahead. They're doing great. Luca is killing it. Um at one point he catches he misses the ball or he throws the ball and he misses the the net and then he catches his own miss and then I think that he got fouled for that or something. Wait, was that when um there was a question that was like can you catch your own rebound? Yeah. I don't know if, if uh, yeah. you can. I'm not sure if you're allowed. Well, I know you can catch your own rebound, but if it if it doesn't touch the, the backboard rim. or the rim or anything, like, are you allowed to touch? You're just it? like throwing it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, you, I know you can pass to yourself because I've seen people like <laughs> do like weird around the back things. Yeah, but but I guess because a- there was nothing in between like his hands and then his hands again. Right. So I don't know. I guess it counts as a travel. Like he was fouled mm-hmm. when he did that. But then the Rockets were mad because they were like, he should have received a foul as right, well. Yeah, like yeah. D'Antoni was with his grumpy face is oh, like yelling yeah. at the ref. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to see a little of Clutch, um, the Rock- Rockets mascot. <laughs> Who is so cute. Adorable. Oh my God. We got to talk about the Mavs mascot. <laughs> oh no. Mavs man and champ the horse. Both, Both are weird. frightening. Both weird. So Mavs man is just a human version of a man with basketball Bas- leather as skin. <laughs> oh my God. There's like something from my nightmares. Yeah. He's absolutely terrifying looking. Um, he looks like something out of like uh, Freddy versus Jason or something or like Hellraiser. Yeah. He's horrifying. Um, Champ is a blue horse um, who's I guess better than Mavs man, but still a, not a great mascot. And we found out from their website that you can pay to hire either one of them to come to your event. It's true. Yeah. If anybody in <laughs> Dallas wants this horrifying basketball man at your children's birthday party. Or this horrifying <laughs> blue horse. And then someone, I can't remember if it was you or Gabe, was like, does Mavs man ride champ? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. If the, I guess they show up to places together. I, first of all, why do they need two mascots? I don't know. Is that normal? It seems weird. It seems weird. Yeah. But also we were saying like the, the branding of the whole team is, is weird. Like the uniforms are bad. Like the mascot is weird. Like it's all bad. Yeah. So one thing that we looked up, what is a maverick? And it's an old cowboy term, meaning a cow that was unbranded that goes astray Mm -hmm. from the pack. Yeah. And it's like not owned by anyone. Right. Which is kind of cool. It's like, Oh, okay. This is like a, someone who's a loner. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was a term that they used on cowboys. I was like, Oh, that guy's a maverick because he doesn't play by anyone's rules. Right. (laughs) And, but then the Mavericks team have like a horse Mm -hmm. on their shirts and like they have champ, the mascot. Yeah. So I think they kind of take it as like a horse 
related thing. I guess. I, it feels like there's so much potential there. They could really like do something cool and it's weird. Yeah. So I, we've got to come up with some better stuff for them. Yeah. Um, like their city Jersey was bad too. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. It was lame. So Mavericks, you got to get it together. Um, yeah, I love you, but we need a rebrand. Yeah. Also their hashtag is MFFL mm-hmm. Mavs fan for life, which is terrible. Um, uh, so Gabe came up with a new hashtag that was just Feliz Mavidad. <laughs> so maybe only appropriate for this yeah. time of year. So you feel free to use it until, you know, December 27th. Also, you said that crazy. They should just do hashtag Tom Cruise. Yeah. Hashtag Tom Cruise. Hashtag Cube City for Mark Cuban. I like that hashtag one. Hashtag Cuban sandwiches. Yeah. Um, Cube any, of these, nice. any of these are better. Um, hashtag, hashtag little ponies. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Um, there has to be something that's like, how can we connect basketball with cows or (laughs) cowboys? Yeah. You know, I mean, first of all, I think that they need to get rid of the horse related. Yeah. Like mascot. Get rid of Mavs, man. Get rid of Mavs, man. (laughs) Please Please. for the children. Yeah. For all of us. Do not book him. I did. I should not have promoted. No. (laughs) Don't book him. Don't invite him to your parties. It will not uh, work out well. And actually we were like, can you trade mascots? Can mascots get traded? <laughs> like just like players. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, I'm sorry, but bingo would be, <laughs> what about Chuck the condor? Chuck the condor is the best mascot. I'm a fan. I love him. He's great at dancing. Um, yeah. And so the rockets have clutch who is a bear and he's adorable. He's adorable. He's got a real pear shape, which we love. Yeah. We, and we saw him. Well, we saw him when we played uh, NBA 2K19. He was roller skating around the court. And so we were kind of hoping that would happen. But, but we it did not. We didn't see. I, at least we didn't see it. We didn't get to see a lot of stuff that happened in, in between gameplay. So it's possible that it happened at some point. We did see. Uh, what were they called? The Space City Seniors. Space City Seniors. <laughs> Which was so cute. They were dancers and they danced to Michael Jackson's Bad. And then what was the second song? Bad and Bougie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And these are, uh, you know, old, older people um, and dancing and having a fun time. And it was so cute to watch. And one lady had like a really sparkly hat Aww. on. And they were just, it was so fun. Yeah. We absolutely loved it. Loved it. And then the Rockets, um, the, we didn't like their uniforms either like actually both of the team's uniforms were really boring Mm -hmm. the only thing i like about the mavs uniforms is just on their butt or just above their butt on their shorts there's like this dark blue stripe that really lets you see the butt bounce (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) but uh, that's the only part of their uniform i liked it was like oh cool they just have this like little weird stripe Mm -hmm. uh but other than that, boring uniforms. Yeah, kind of boring overall. Um, and we were talking about like the white because um, on a previous app with our guest Hayes Davenport, he had mentioned that you wear white at home. Mm-hmm. But this game, the Mavs were wearing their white uniforms and the Rockets who were at home were play- wearing their dark uniforms. Yeah. So we were like, did Hayes lie to us or is what's the rule on this? So we looked it up and it was like, you wear your lighter uniform at home unless both teams agree to switch it. Mm -hmm. But why would both teams agree to switch it? I don't know. What's the point of that? I don't know. It's weird. It seems weird. Uh, why have a rule if everyone's just going to break it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so let's get back into the game. Uh, in the fourth quarter, we have Gordon, Eric Gordon on the Rockets sits on Powell. Yes from the Mavs. Yeah. I don't know his first name. Um, he sits, he lands on him in a weird way. And then he's just sitting on his arm as it's twisted up. Like, yeah. Powell is on his tummy, like flat face, flat on the ground, Mm -hmm. but his arm is twisted backwards behind him. And, and Gordon's just sitting on it. And then when he gets up, 
He's sitting on it for so long, like yeah. way too long. He's like watching the replay on the yeah. jumbotron or something. He's like clearly intentionally like, fuck you. I'm sitting on your arm. And then when he gets and up, he n- puts his knee in his, in Powell's hand, like crushing his hand. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and Powell's like making like horrible faces like, Ow. ouchie. Owie. <laughs> it just looked really mean. It was like a total bully move. Yeah. So I think those two have some beef. Yeah. There was no fight or anything, thankfully, but like, <sighs> thankfully, <laughs> I want to see a fight. You know, I love a good fight on the court. <laughs> it's really my favorite part. Yeah. I mean, I guess thankfully for them, not yeah. for us. I smell a couple $25,000 fines. <laughs> um, so in the fourth quarter, uh, Luca sat out a lot. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're really far ahead all the way all the way through the th- third quarter. Well, up until halftime, they're far, far ahead in the third quarter. The Rockets are kind of getting back a little bit and closing that gap. Yeah. Um, and then Lu- Yeah. They take Luca out. At I some think point. they got down. Cause at one point they were like 20 points apart and yeah. they got down to like nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Rockets were still down. Um, and yeah, then, they never at, at any point in the game pa- surpassed the Mavs. And then, um, the whole fourth quarter, Agato's like, Where's Luca? Where's my baby? Where's my baby son? <laughs> I want to see him play. <laughs> and I was excited. Gabe and I were like, oh, he's being burped or his diapers being changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just mm. a little baby boy. He needs his nap. <laughs> he needed a nap after playing so hard. Yeah. So up, we, at the end of the game, the score is 128 to 108. Uh, Mavericks win, of course. Great game. Great, great Gooper guys. <laughs> great Gooper great group guys. Uh, I love them. I loved watching them. It was fun. And, it, you know, we talked a lot about Luca, but it wasn't just Luca. Like, we also had... Um, I mean, DeAndre Jordan was killing yeah, it. Yeah, DeAndre also. Jordan was great. Dennis Smith Jr. was amazing. He yeah. Kept, he, like, who was the guy who kept doing three-point shots? Devin Harris? Yeah. Yeah, it was Devin Harris. Yeah, so they... They, I, they had a lot of guys... Um, who were killing it three point wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dennis Smith Jr. did some really good dunks. Yeah. And then we also had uh Finney Smith wearing some baby blue kicks. Oh, that's right. Don and Finney Smith. <laughs> and then on on the Oh no, ro- Dorian. That's his name. Because <laughs> we were Dorian, like, yeah. Making fun of how he probably has a portrait that gets older as he stays young. <laughs> And then on the Rockets, we have Clint Capella, who's got a signature yellow stripe in his hair. You know, he's very cool, too. Yeah, he was very cool. And PJ Tucker's wearing the pink shoes. And um, James Harden, actually, he had like normal looking shoes. But then when he fell over, you could see they had aqua on the bottom. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I really surprise cool shoes. (laughs) I like that. Um, Cool. So should we get into the donkeys? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So we got to do most points. Classic. Classic most points. Goes to Mavs. Should we do best mascot? Yes. So that'll be Rockets, of course. (laughs) We don't want nightmares. (laughs) Um, Beard has to go to Harden. Oh, my God. Harden's beard is so lush and beautiful. It's it really, we looked at a picture of him without it and it was shocking. Like he should never take that beard off. No, never, ever, never. Um, shoes. We got a lot of good contenders. This is a hard one. Um, uh, Capella's yellow shoes were interesting, but I think it, I think it kind of has to go. I mean, same team. He wears the yellow shoes to match his yellow hair. (laughs) Yeah. His little yellow poof. Yeah. Um, he, Capella's also, from Switzerland, mm-hmm. I believe. And he has like a cool way of talking. He looks very cool. His hair is cool. Mm-hmm. He's just like a very cool guy. Yeah. But I have to say, I think it has to go to my pancake jockey, mm, PJ, <laughs> PJ Tucker. Tucker. Okay. Um, he, he's got cool pink shoes and, and he's just a stylish boy. Okay. He's also got these cute little freckles on his nose and his cheeks. <laughs> There's right. nothing to do Someone's with shoes. a big fan of PJ Tucker. Um, should we do coach? We didn't see the Mavs coach at all, did we? Or a little bit. I don't know. He didn't seem to be making a That's big fuss. Fine. Let's just give it to 
D'Antoni. Because he's got a real good grump face. Any any other any other suggestions, Gabe? I feel like Capello could just win uh, Coolest Guy. Okay. Coolest Guy. All right. So what? Wait, this is shocking. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do we have an upset? Uh, we have a major upset. <laughs> we have... Wait, wait, wait. Five wait, wait, for wait, rockets. Wait, 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 we're not done yet. <laughs> but this is like way too many for rockets. <laughs> we have five going to the rockets. All right, fine. And one going to the maps. Do we have five more that we could give to the maps? Let's do cutest cutie and give it to Luca. <laughs> oh my God. How could we yeah. forget? Okay, so the Rockets still win. Sorry, Mavs. You won the game, but you didn't win the Dunkies, and I know it's disappointing. You know what my message is to the Mavs? What? If you want to win the Dunkies, rebrand. Yeah, you got you to gotta get something better. Uniform, mascot, logo-wise, all of it. All of it. All right. If you want to watch this game, you can. there's a link to it on our website now. If you go to dunk.town and go to our episode page, um, there's a little link underneath that says watch this game. It'll take you right to where you need to go. Yeah. So um, you could also watch highlights, get mm-hmm. all the stats. Uh, it's not going to tell you who had the best shoes or anything, but um, you know, you can just Google that, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or listen to us. So our next game uh, that we're going to watch is Nuggets at Hornets on December. S- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, December 7th. Um, yeah, if you want to watch it, cool. If not, just listen to us and we'll tell you what happened. Yeah. Let's get into our mail basket. You got mail. Okay, so we've been getting a lot of really great emails from you guys. We love reading them, so please keep sending them. Thank you so much to everyone who's emailed us or like added us on uh, Twitter or social media. It's been super fun chatting with you guys. Yeah, and we love to hear like your background, your teams, where you live, all that stuff, how you found us. All that stuff is really, really fun to see Um, and Thank you guys for listening. And today we're going to share a little of an email like we got from um, someone named Ken- Kendra Wong. She is in Australia and she emailed us, um, said her and her boyfriend have been listening to our show, which is so cute. Um, so let me just read an excerpt here. We want to say keep up the great job and we're both excited to tune in over the rest of the season. Although we met in Toronto, we live in Melbourne, Australia and are so lucky to have a league pass and an NBA-themed pub down the street. How great is that? Can't wait till you watch an Oklahoma City game because Mike's originally from New Zealand and you guys are going to love Stephen Adams. If you need the dirt on Adams or you need a Kiwi to English translator, let us know. Thank you so much for your wonderful show, Kendra and Mike. And she followed up saying that the NBA-themed pub has uh, a jaffle, which I think is like... What is that? I think it's a Australian treat oh, okay that is a toasted sandwich or hot pocket style food um and they have a pizza flavored one called the raptor that's adorable <laughs> i love it so cute we have to watch an oklahoma game soon um i've heard a lot about steven adams i've watched He's... a lot of video compilations of him just being a cheeky guy <laughs> yeah. on, in press conferences because he he's makes such a, a lot cutie. of jokes. Yeah, he's so cute. He looks like who's who's the guy who plays Aquaman? Oh yeah, I don't know his name. Mm. The guy from the um, Call Drogo, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh, Jason Momoa. There yeah. we go. I was gonna say Vinny Chase, but I. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he. So he, he. To me, he looks a lot like that guy. Yeah. Um, just like gigantic and muscly. Um, and he's just uh super funny. Like he jokes around a lot, and then the on that Instagram feed that we found called sounds of the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's one of him that's mic'd up where he's just like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> like he's just like yelling crazy stuff uh, on the sidelines and while he's playing. So I highly recommend checking that out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and thank you for writing in. We'll, we'll watch an Oklahoma game soon. If you want to write to us, email us at hi at dunk dot town uh, or check us out on social media. Yeah, you can follow us at Dunktown Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our beautiful theme song. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for our logo and design. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Um, did I get everything? Yeah. All right. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.